Hello and welcome to episode 89 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Gem G and with me as always, the serpent to my lair, Mr Kev P. I thought we'd already done that one. Have we? Yeah, I feel like we have. No, we need to start writing them down. Shocking behaviour. Anyway, it's the second part of our Bloodstock review. (laughs) It is part two. Yep, so we're going to be talking about what we got up to on Saturday and Sunday, what we saw, what we didn't see and everything in between. Between, what I guess. Ate. What we ate, of course, what we ate, what we drank. We'll probably sprinkle that in a bit and and that's your tummy rumbling. That is, yeah. Apologies. Not long since eating. Yeah, so who knows why it's doing that. So all this talk of food in it. Right, let us begin. So we had an early start on Saturday, didn't we? we Very early. A band to watch at ten thirty and we were on it and we were up and we were ready to go and that's good for us. It's probably the earliest we've watched a band at a festival because download normally starts at 11. Yeah, I've been at download at 11 in the morning before. Yeah. But Never 10.30 for a band. No, so that was a first. And we were actually in the arena a little bit before that because I went and watched a little bit of Rockfit. Yeah, you did. Before... did you go before me? You no, I think done. you just... No, we went in... I think I went nipped into the arena to watch Rockfit for a little bit and then came back and met you in Serpent's Lair and then we went over to New Blood. Okay. So, yeah, because that started at quarter past... 10 the Rockfit did, so I just caught a little bit. So yeah, our first band on Saturday was Scorer. Yeah, they were excellent. We'd got an interview book with them later on on Saturday, so we wanted to definitely make sure we watched their set, opening up the New Blood for Saturday morning. And like all the New Blood talent, really good. Definitely on it, energetic for that time of day. They had reasonable crowd for that time of day as well. Yeah, I think they got a decent crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I think, to be honest, I think all weekend the crowds were decent for the New Blood. Definitely, but you know, like first thing, oh, yeah, it could it's, be. It's hard for that first yeah. slot, isn't it? Yeah, it's always going to be a harder slot, kind of look at the draw thing. But yeah, they pulled in a, good, a decent amount of people there and yeah. everyone was up for it as well. Yeah, everybody seemed to have a great time. Yeah, and they were really good. Great start to the day. And then from there, we were straight out to watch Seething Akira. So yeah. we did just miss the start of them because we watched all the scorer. But again, awesome. Yeah, and another one of our top bands. Absolutely loved Seething Akira. Yeah, they were one of my top of the weekends. I don't know how I've not seen them before, actually. No, I don't get that either. And they've got the cool, they have the coolest backdrops. Yeah, they had some really cool stuff going on, didn't they? Yeah. Well, old, old B movies and kind of classic slasher movies and stuff going on. Yeah, it was just a really good mix and kind of interactive with the music and it just really suited it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, worked an absolute treat. And then after them, I just nipped to the Sophie stall to get some wristbands for us. And you did, yeah. a couple of other bits and bobs, I think I got. Did I get a badge? Got a lighter? Yeah, and it was Corpse Paint Saturday as well. It was. Do you know, I kind of wish I'd done that. I partly did. And if it wasn't did. for the interviews we were doing, I may have done. For me, it was the thought of the rain as well, because I thought, I don't, there was a huge queue at the Sophie stall with the girl that was doing the Corpse Paint that day. Yeah. And I thought, I don't want to stand for ages, get it done, and then it's going to rain off. So I wouldn't have minded doing the interviews in the paint necessarily. That would have been quite fun. But yeah, I thought if it's just going to rain off, because I didn't know how waterproof it would be. Well, I mean, it's got to wash off, but... Mm, Well, you know that, but... (laughs) Apparently there was someone putting corpse paint on in the press tent as well, which I didn't realise till after. Oh, I didn't know that. So they obviously weren't doing it when we were there. Maybe it was first thing. Right, yeah, Mm. possibly. Picked up a few bits from the Sophie tent, and then... Well, the Sophie stall rather, not the tent. That's a different tent, isn't it? It's completely different. <laughs> different yeah. part of the festival, the Sophie stall. And then we had to go and get our equipment at that point because that was kind of the only gap we'd got. So it was a quick trip back. And then once we got back to the arena, it was food time, I think. It was, yeah, because we only had like a biscuity breakfast. Yeah, yeah. And we went, I can't remember the name of the pie place we went to. I can't actually. 
And the food isn't on the app, is it? No. Back. But it was the pie place. Yeah, yeah. well, the place of the pies, we went there. Yeah, near the main entrance, near the fudge bus, which we've not mentioned yet. Yeah. <laughs> the most random thing I've seen at a festival. I don't think I've seen that before. I, I've seen it before, but it might have been Glastonbury it was at. Oh, I've seen it on a Christmas market. Yeah, they definitely had it at Glastonbury. Mm, I, I imagine. They would, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anywho, we had pie. Yeah. Mine, the base on mine was just burnt to a crisp and it kind of tainted the rest of the pie for me. Yeah, I, don't, I can't even remember why we had pie. I think that was the nearest kind of thing and it was a bit overcast. It was getting to pie weather, I think, at that point. We needed something as well where the queues weren't huge. That's true, yeah. We almost went for Yorkie Pud, didn't we? We nearly went mm. rogue on a Saturday. Anyway, I had a cauliflower cheese pie. That was nice. Sounds absolutely revolting. It wasn't. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah, I think I had steak and ale. Mm. Might have been. Chips and mushy peas. Good Saturday stodge, that was. And then comes one of my festival regrets of the weekend, is not seeing Royal Republic. I wasn't dead set on seeing them as such, because we've seen them before. Yeah. But so many people said after how amazing they were, and I just I got quite a bit of envy at missing I think them. that was the thing that didn't really bother me that much. Mm. You know, because I've, I've seen them a few times. So it, it just didn't... It's not like it was somebody I'd never seen before. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just with everyone saying how good they were on the yeah. day. I was just like... Oh wish I had watched them now. And also Tribe of Ghosts who were on in the Sophie tent at that point. I think, did we have an interview at the same time as them, which is why we didn't see them? Can't remember. Or are we still getting our stuff? I can't remember. I will see them one day. And then next up we did see The Dead 13 back on the New Blood stage. Yeah, they were really fucking good. They're such a stage presence. Yeah, they really kind of visual as well as musical, if you know what I mean, yeah. in their performance. Yeah, they were they were amazing. Very impressed with those guys. So yeah, they're one of those bands as well. I didn't realise how long they'd been around until we kind of did a bit of pre-research before the festival on them. Um, pre-search, if you will. Pre-search, yeah. And they are kind of the type of band that I love, really. They've got that kind of horror visual, kind yeah. of Wednesday 13 type vibes about them. So how I've never come across them, I don't know. But they were awesome. Really great performance. I think it's good. You know, like I said to you, I think it might be the last episode about having the top three bands. Mm. I don't. I think I might have to just do it by stages. Yeah, even top, though I A would, top three on each stage. I'm still going to struggle. I would struggle doing that just for New Blood because the thing is, there's always so many awesome bands in the New Blood tent, but they're all very different as well. So yeah. it's hard to judge between, I guess. Very very different. And then after the Dead 13, we did catch a little bit of the end of Employed to Serve on our way to see Casket Fever. They're, they're always good. Yeah, we saw them earlier in the year, didn't we, support in... Who did they support? Oh, Jesus. Was it Gajira? It was Gajira. It wasn't, Alien Weapon, it wasn't Jesus, no. What? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, it was Gajira. Yes, it was Gajira. Yeah, they were really good then. So, again, it was one of those where I'd seen them recently, so... Not overly fussed if I'd missed them again. But what we did see of them, they were great. Yeah, not too disappointing to miss all of the set because we knew what they'd, what they'd probably play anyway. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were really good, as, as we've said on when we did the Kajira review, I think. We did, yeah. Yeah, and then we had Casket Feeder. Um, so between them and Casket Feeder, we did have a nip back into Serpent's Lair. We did. Get some drinks. Yeah. Yeah, Casket Feeder were great. Yeah, really absolutely ripped it loud. apart, didn't they? Yeah, ferocious Big kick noise. Balls. A bit like I can't remember who we watched on the Friday. We said similar about them at that kind of time of day. Yeah, just gave everything a wake up call. Yeah, just absolutely smashed the shit out of it. They were excellent. Another really good band. And there's also the it's already out. I think it should be. I think we're all out now, aren't we? 
the interviews? The interview, yeah. So, so you had a chat with Connor. I did. A bit later on that afternoon. Yeah, that was good. So that's episode 80-something. Yeah. I can't remember what it is off the They're top all of my in head. the 80s. Just go look back if you're yeah. not listening listen to them Listen to this yet. first and then go back. If you haven't already. Or listen to them again, why not? Yeah. And then after that, we just had about an hour, hour and a half of interviews, I think, interview yeah. time. So we just kind of loitered in between the press tent and Serpent's Lair. Yeah, they were quite, I won't say back to back, but there wasn't enough time to go and watch a band and then come back and... Yeah, I think they were about every half hour or 20 minutes, weren't they? So it was just a case of loitering around. But there wasn't anyone majorly that we wanted to see that afternoon, I don't think. I honestly can't remember. I kind of, every time I knew that we got lots of time to interview Mm. bands, I tried to wipe as much memory as I could from the bands that I might have wanted to watch. Yeah. To joke, because I knew I wasn't going to get to see them. Exactly. I think, just looking quickly now at the Clash Finder, possibly Bloodmoors. Yeah, Bloodmoors are on the list. And I might have watched a bit of Not Loose. I'm not a massive fan, but I thought they'd be good to see live if I was there, but yeah. wasn't overforced if I missed them. So, But yeah, we did our work for the day. We did. And then it was time for... Oh, why do I always end up saying this one? <laughs> Abbeth. Go on, go through your routine. Abbeth, a bar. Abbeth, a booth. I don't know. <laughs> you think we know by now. I'm, I'm just going to say Abbeth. And they were awesome. Yeah, they... They were really fun. It, it was kind of like Kiss meets... I don't know if Kiss did, like, black metal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's the only way I could think of describing it. They are exactly what I expected as well. I've been listening to them quite a bit in the run-up. And yeah. yeah. I think my only criticism, and you're probably going to guess what this is going to be... I, I know what you're going to say, because I think the same. They would have been better in the dark. And the sun had come out quite a bit at that point, it I was, think. So yeah, it was, it was just, very sunny. It was that contrast of a bit of a blue sky, and then, obviously, corpse paint on stage kind of thing. It's the only problem with certain types of bands like those, Wednesday 13, Kiss. You kind of need to see these bands in mm. the dark at night or in a tent where it's dark because it's more visual, yeah. it impacts more. But the sound still the spoke sound, for itself sound. and obviously you could still see on the screens because they're on main stage. Yeah. You know, you could see the band close up and get that kind of visual effect going as well. Mm. The The sound was amazing. Yeah, it was. They were absolutely crystal clear, really, really good. Yeah, the vocals were awesome, and I love that they got the um, smoke effect on stage yeah. as well, which, again, was a bit lost in the daylight, but it was kind of there for a bit of atmosphere. But, yeah, I did like those. Yeah, they were great. Really glad I got to see them. And then it was tent time. It was, yeah. Did we go back and drink some go back. Yeah, we went back and took our stuff back, and we'd not got anyone. We kind of were dead set on seeing for a couple of hours at that point. There were were bands for me, at least, that I would have watched if we were around, but we got to take the equipment back anyway. So we were um and ah on Trypticon, weren't we? Yeah, because I I really want to see Trypticon, but Trypticon doing Trypticon. Yeah. Not doing Celtic Frost. Um, I wouldn't have minded seeing Muddy Brook on... They were on the Jaeger stage straight after ABBA. Yeah, I think they were on my list too. But again, hopefully we'll get to see them soon, because... They're quite local to us anyway. Yeah. So, And the other one I kind of wanted to see, well, two actually, Waterlines on the Jaeger stage, but they weren't on until quarter past eight. So I was kind of half thinking catch them before my sugar. And there was also Drowned on New Blood, which we both said we liked. Yes, I really wanted to see Drowned. Mm. And that would have been immediately before my sugar. Yeah. But we'll get on to that, I guess, in a minute. But we had a bit of tent time, yeah, and some Jaeger. Yeah, a bit of Jaeger, a bit of cider. Some snacky snacks and ended up staying there a little bit longer than I think we'd intended because we got comfy. Yeah, we got comfy. (laughs) The sun came out. 
And then it was back to the arena. Former sugar. And we really needed some food at that point, which is why we then didn't go and see Drowned or catch any water lines first, because we just needed to get some food. And it was pizza. The controversial pizza Con- of the week. Yes. We didn't know it was controversial. Had I known it was controversial? We would have boycotted. We would have boycotted. But yeah, the pizza van at the back of the main arena, opposite the main stage. We were dead set on pizza, weren't we, really? Yeah, we knew we wanted it, yeah. Um, So you had a pepperoni, I had a margarita, and I think, was yours £13, mine was £12? Something like that, yeah. Apparently on Thursday and possibly Friday, the same pizzas were only £9 and £10, and they put the prices up over the weekend, so we heard. Yeah, if that is the case and that's true, then whoever's... Whoever the pizza company is, Bloodstock needs to fucking ban them. Yeah, like... Because it's just, it's just fleecing people. Yeah. I know people who went there on the Thursday and bought the same things and went back the couple of days later and, yeah, the prices had gone up over the weekend. Just Yeah, and it's on. not just kind of like by a little bit either. Mm. That's a big increase. Yeah. I think if that is the case, then Bloodstock need to ban them. Yeah, I hope and, they've taken note of it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they, they probably have because they do act on feedback as well. Yeah, which is something that we've mentioned a couple of times yeah. between ourselves. I don't know if we said it on the last episode. but that They should ban them and basically say to all vendors, you set your prices on Thursday, they stay the same till Sunday, yeah. regardless. I didn't hear anyone of anyone else doing it. No. I didn't notice anything myself. We didn't go to the you, same no, you've places seen it twice. You've seen it in a group, hadn't you? It was on the Facebook bloodstock group yeah yeah um, but a couple of different people have said it as well it wasn't just like as if one person went and forgot how much they were i know there were multiple yeah. instances of people doing it yeah yeah so not on at all and it wasn't that good pizza actually no. to be honest i was quite shit yeah basically yours was pretty much the same as mine but with about but with five, bits, five of bits of pepperoni, pepperoni on, yeah <laughs> so you may as well have just had the same as me to be honest yeah it served a purpose at the time but yeah, it was disappointing. I've had better pizzas at festivals. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, a lot better. But then we can move on to a highlight. My sugar. My sugar. First thing to know, the crowd was noticeably less than it was the night before for Killswitch. Yeah, it was a hell of a it lot thinner. a lot easier to move towards kind of the back front onto the stage than it was. Yeah, there Friday. was a lot of room. Mm. Which, and I mean, I know Killswitch are probably a bigger band. The sugar, or a more popular. More, they, well, that's what I mean by that. More they've, popular. Um, they've got more of a generic appeal. Yeah, I think sugar are more of an acquired taste. Would you say? Yeah, not everybody's into kind of like outer signature guitars and mm. like the time. You know, the time signatures just yeah. aren't what you get from a, yeah. from other bands. Yeah, they're not a single along band. No, they're not. Yeah, they're um, very very different. And I thought they were fucking brilliant. Yeah, they they were. Again, I don't know how we've not seen them before. No, I don't think I have watched them before. No. I think they're one of those bands that when I first started listening to them years ago, I just didn't get it. I just wasn't into it, didn't get it, didn't really see what the fuss was about. Similar for me, to be honest. Yeah, they were just, uh, yeah, I didn't get it. And I think that's probably why it wasn't quite so busy, because there, there will still be people who don't get it. And watching them on the main stage, they were so atmospheric. That, oh, it was just it was a perfect set, to be honest. Yeah, I was just going to say about it being atmospheric because obviously it was dark by then, and just the lighting that they got going on it just yeah, suited and kind of the silhouettes that were on the main screen, like all the reds and the purples that were coming through. Yeah. And, and I have to say, it's like when they announced them as one of the headliners, part of me still thought, hmm, "Are they a headliner really?" Mm. 
And then you watch that performance, it's like, yeah, they are a fucking headliner. Absolutely. And they, they need to be playing higher up bills at other places as well. Mm, quite a contrast as well in terms of crowd interaction from the night before, where there was loads of banter and interaction with Killswitch. They just came There on was nothing from the sugar, and I love pretty that. Pretty much, yeah. And it just kind of adds to the ambiance, I guess, doesn't it? Kind of it does very, very much the way just that... appearing and get doing on doing that coming on doing their thing and it this is us in similar to tool i guess that's what i was trying to yeah. say yeah i was gonna say to that's you very funny. much in the same way as tool <laughs> anywho yeah absolutely awesome so glad we saw them and yeah. the highlight of the weekend for me hmm. I, I can't argue with that i think they were definitely up there and yeah after that it was pretty much back to the tent wasn't it i half thought about going to see brothers of metal just for the novelty factor but i was quite tired at that point yeah you did so. sound very Jeremy Clarkson, though. Back did to the I? tent. Back yeah. to the tent. Why? I don't get it. It's what he says on Grand Tour. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, yeah, we just wended our way back to our abode. Is that better? <laughs> better than what? Tent. <laughs> Whatever. Our air abode. <laughs> what it shall be known as. The air abode. <laughs> yes. We don't camp in a tent. We have an air abode. But yeah, that was everything on Saturday, I think. Yeah, I don't even remember having any beer Saturday night when we got back. I think we were just too, too shattered. Pretty much. On to Sunday then. Final day. The final countdown. Europe. Da -da -da. Da -da -da -da. To start Sunday, we thought we'd treat ourselves to a little campsite breakfast, didn't we? Yeah, it was from the burger van that we got on the campsite where we were. Yeah, well, it was a breakfast van, wasn't breakfast it? Breakfast van, yeah. They did sausage, bacon, and, and, and corn. And corn sausage, which was exciting. Yeah, I mean, you could actually have something you could eat. Yeah, because it did say it had bacon cob, sausage cob, combo of the both, and then it said yeah. a vegetarian option. I was like, hmm, what would that be? <laughs> did they do scrambled eggs as They well? didn't do any egg, did no, which was a shame, because I could have just had an egg cob. That would have been fine. Yeah. And obviously hash browns were missing, but no, it just did the basics, a uh, decent price, which is what you want. Oh yeah, it was dirt cheap, yeah, and decent. Yeah, I think it was £11 for two cobs and two coffees. Yeah, I had sausage and bacon, very nice. I had corn sausage and two coffees. You had two coffees, did you? No, I nearly did. To make up for the uh, withdrawal. From Thursday, yeah. No, was it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday, Friday. wasn't it? Friday yeah. was the day without coffee. Yeah, we made up for that on Sunday. Yeah, and then it started to rain. And it absolutely fucked it down. Yeah, it was quite annoying, to be honest, because we woke up and it was like, oh, it's going to be dry today. And then two minutes later, out in the campsite, rain. Yeah, the heavens opened. And the trouble was as well is that we were going to take equipment straight away. And we, we didn't just we didn't want to damage the equipment, mm. just, in, you know, just kind of be safe about it. And there's nothing worse than being absolutely wet through and then trying to record things and all the equipment's fucked. So. Yeah, so we did miss a little bit of Sunday's music. Sadly. Yeah, a bit frustrating because there were people who wanted to see Sunday morning. Yeah, I wanted to see Dead Label, we wanted to see Elimination. Yeah. But I think at about, was it about 11, half 11, it dried up? It was, yeah, around 11-ish, I think. Yeah, so we did end up having a walk into the arena at that point, and our first stop on Sunday was to go and see Metal for Good. Yeah, previous interviewees. Yes, from last year. It was, yeah. So it was great to see them there, actually meet in person, see them with their little tent set up. Yeah, it was really cool. 
they uh, told us kind of how they how everything been going over the last year. Yeah, since we saw them, it's going really well, and they're doing more and more great stuff. Yeah, they've done. They're doing really, really well. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with Metal for Good, make sure you check them out. Very worthwhile calls. Yes, and we bought a couple of bits from them as well. We did. And then it was feeding time. Again. Sounds like all we've done is... Is he... Just, yeah, just for context, it was quite early when we had the breakfast on the campsite. It was, it was yeah. about <laughs> eight o'clock yeah. and we're getting on for... What time would it have been now? Just after 12 at least, so you yeah. know. And obviously, what do we do on a Sunday? We have Yorkie Puds. Although you nearly went rogue on this one, didn't you? I did nearly go rogue, yeah, because I'd seen a guy with it just looked like a huge chunk of meat, and I thought, I've got to have that in my life. And when I got closer to where, I can't remember the name of the place that did it. It was, it was a Texas smoke truck that was, thing yeah. that kept making a random noise as well. And mm. um, when I got there and I started looking through the menu that they'd got on the side, I realised it was a turkey leg. I was kind of like, well, I think turkey's the most boring meat of all available meats. While it did look good from when I'd seen that guy with it, I was I just didn't really fancy it. So you came and joined so came me in ba- the York queue. Yeah, and I'll have to check, but the one I ordered, I thought that was the one with crackling, and I got no crackling. Controversial. That was the only reason I went there, is because I wanted some crackling. Mm-hmm. Want to make sure next time. Mm. Did they ask you if you wanted crackling? No. Oh. No, because it, it comes as part of it. Sound? It was the only one okay. that did come with crackling. I just had my usual duchess, which is more corn sausage, chips, peas, and the Yorkie. Yeah. And it, it was, as you'd expect, I think. Yeah. Everybody's probably had the Yorkie put at some point. Defeated by it again, couldn't quite finish it. No, you got close. Yeah. I don't think I finished all mine, I actually. I say you didn't finish yours either, but we had a good go and we had plenty in it. Definitely did its job. Yeah, kept us going. And then we were straight off to see Beyond Your Design on the New Blood stage. We were. And did we interview them that late that day? It was later that day, yeah. Later that day we interviewed them, yeah. Yeah, but they were our local Nottingham Metal to the Masses winners. Yeah, so we were very familiar. Yeah, I've seen them. That would be like the third Third or time. fourth time. Yeah, pretty much seen them through every heat yeah. to get there. So it was great to finally see them on that stage. And what was interesting in that we, I think we'd said before that when we'd seen them before, they were, they'd always had a lot of core support at, yeah. at local shows. And that kind of transferred over to a bigger stage at Bloodstock. Yeah, there were some familiar faces in the crowd. And there were, yeah. And the amount of support they got, it's almost like it kind of tripled. Yeah. It, they got a real kind of core group there. And yeah. they played probably the best set I think I've seen them play. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, they nailed it in the final, what we saw of them till the incident, you know about that. But yeah, and we said at that point, or actually it was when the semi-final, we said they looked like they were already playing on a bigger stage. Yeah, yeah, the the stage just wasn't big enough for them and they got to the new blood. And I think you could say the same again. They absolutely bossed it. Yeah. Again, another highlight of the weekend, I think, for me. Yeah, definitely for me. And I just keep feel like I'm saying that they're all highlights, but... They were just, everybody's been that good. Yeah. Yeah, like especially the, the New Blood bands as well. They were all just giving it their all and taking that opportunity to be on that stage. I think, yeah, I think that's the thing. Mm. It's like they, they were hungry, for, they were hungry mm. for it. Yeah, like they've all got a point to prove and they did. Yeah. After Beyond Your Desire, we had a quick wander up to the merch stall for the first time because there'd always been huge queues 
pretty much every other time we'd been near it. Yeah, they were they were always big, and it, it seemed an opportunity. It's like, oh, great, not much of a queue, pretty much straight to the front. But there was a very good reason for that because there was nothing left. To be honest, I was kind of expecting it at that point. Yeah, it was just stupid, really, isn't it? Why do festivals never have enough merch? I understand them not printing enough merch just in case they don't sell. Well, I suppose, yeah. They've got to work within a they work within a target. Mm, yeah. But the one thing that does annoy me is if you've sold out a merch at say, I don't know, let's say Saturday in on certain lines, take the fucking lines off or put signs up that say we are out of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, I think they did do that at Danlo, didn't they? I'm they sure did, they yeah. did. Or they just put like small only or whatever and but at least we didn't have to queue. It'd be more annoying if you'd queued and then they got nothing. Yeah, that would be frustrating, which is why I don't like queuing at download anymore. Yeah. And no stand plushies either, which I was put last episode. But we did get two cups, which I didn't think we'd get because they sold out really quickly last year. So mm. we have got a little souvenir. Yeah, and I think the T-shirts are online now. They were put on a few days ago. I've not actually checked to see if They did have some available, so I'm yeah, I'm probably going to do that. I might do that tonight, actually. After payday. That's already happened. I'm all I know right. that's for you. <laughs> there was quite a few other bits, I think, with random bits and bobs left, but there were just T-shirts in particular. Yeah. There's there nothing that you really wanted. No. And they were kind of like down to the last few bits, I think. I did read somewhere as well that sometimes they have a big restock before Christmas, so that might be. Okay. Like they might have some plushies in for Christmas. Probably. Yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> And then while we were at the merch stand, all hail the Yeti was still on the main stage, so we did manage to catch kind of the last 10 minutes or so of them as well. Yeah, sounded really good. From what we saw of them, really good. From what good. we saw. Yeah, they are a band that I would have liked to have probably watched the full set off if they hadn't have clashed with Beyond Your Design, but had to take priority on that one. Yeah, we did. And I'm kind of, I'm in the same boat as you. I would have liked to have seen the full set. Unfortunately, clashes. Then we couldn't, but hopefully we'll get to see them again. Then after that, it was back to the press area to do the first of our many interviews. And the first band we spoke to on Sunday were Go Death. Yep, they were the Leeds Metal to the Masses winners. And this was before they got onto the stage, actually. They were doing some press first, so it was great to have a chat with them, see how they were feeling before. Yeah, they were, they were a good laugh. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed talking to them. And then we had a bit of a gap then, so we popped into the Serpent Slayer tent because the legend that is Crusher was doing some Crusher Nori. Yeah, Crusher is absolutely amazing. He's, like you say, he's a legend. He's just so much fun. Yeah, he'd done kind of part one on the Saturday afternoon, which we didn't get a chance to see. But yeah, we managed to kind of catch about 10 minutes of him, didn't we, have a sit down in there? Yeah, I, I think if it wasn't for the fact that we got bands to interview, and obviously there were bands that we wanted to see, I would quite happily spend a few hours just listening to Crusher. Yeah, I could have sat there all afternoon with a drink listening yeah. to him. Yeah, just straight up to the bar, get a beer, yeah. sit down. I I love Crusher, he's so much fun. Yeah, and it's one of the, the stories he comes out with, you can almost not believe they're true if you didn't know that they were true. Yeah. If that makes sense. But yeah, it was great just to see a bit of him. And then by the time this goes out, we will have seen him again at Stone Dead because he's comparing there again this year. He is, yeah. So much trouble he gets into this year. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, after then... Um, we had, I think, another five interviews that afternoon, two of which were unplanned. They were, yeah. Kind of done on the fly and they seemed to go well, I think. Yeah, the first one was a planned one with Elimination, which you did. And then just before we spoke to Elimination, 
we got approached by Hohai, who had played on the main stage earlier. It was their first time in the UK and they had no press representation. They were just in the press area trying to get some interviews. So they asked if we'd be free at some point and we said, yeah, well, in about 20 minutes or so we should be free. So Yeah, that, that was probably the most kind of nerve-wracking moment for me at a festival, trying to talk to a band through a translator. And obviously I knew who they were because I, I actually wanted to see them, but we didn't actually get to watch them. Yeah, it was, I'm glad you took that one on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it came out okay. Yeah, it was a bit difficult because like, doing a spur of the moment interview is one thing, but like you say, with the translator... It had and a it was whole new layer to it. Their first time in the UK yeah. anyway. You don't know a lot about their history as such. You kind of knew that they were Mongolians from yeah, knew, metal. Yeah. And we, you know, we knew the basics about them, but not a lot to be very familiar with, like we were with other bands that we spoke to. And the other problem, of course, is when you're talking through, to them through the translator, who was Mongolian as well, it's that issue where you kind of want to ask a question, but you don't, you can't make the question too complex in English. Yeah, I know what you mean. You just want to kind of stick with the basics, I guess. Yeah, so you have to kind of make your own English basic so that it's easily understandable for them, so that they can translate it. And then you have to put a lot of faith in the translator to tell the band what you're trying to ask yeah it's, it's such a and it could so easily be lost in translation because you could be asking something which makes sense to you but the way they've learned english it, it could have be. a yeah. different meaning or it could be like little colloquialisms that you don't realize you're saying yeah <laughs> might not come across well yeah know? like nottinghamshireish might not translate. <laughs> yeah it might not but it went well and they did a little song as well they did yeah and um, <laughs> again that that in that interview I don't think, I'll be honest, I don't think the mics, well, not the mics, but I don't think the audio does it justice. No. Because the, the noise that they can make is absolutely fucking crazy. And there were, there were no instruments. It was just through throat. It's bizarre, I, I, was, I was really blown away. It's like, how yeah. the fuck do you do that? To be honest, it was just quite a surreal moment, to be honest. <laughs> I've, I've never had a band sing to me live just... Just in, in my face, yeah. yeah just like, what the fuck is going on? That was, that was really surreal. Yeah, it was. But they were they were ever so nice. They were absolutely yeah. lovely. Yeah, I definitely recommend if they're back in the UK at any point, do go and give them a watch if you didn't at the festival. Well, if if they are, I'm going and I'm going to try and get hold of them. We'll we'll do a full proper interview. Yeah, we'll be pre- more prepared. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then after then. We had a chat with Embodiment, or you did. Yes. That one. I had a busy old day. You did, didn't you? And then finally I had a chat with Beyond Your Design. Yeah, Just I managed you. to uh, pass that one on to you, and I got to control the audio on that. Yeah, well, we'd kind of planned it out, but then say we had two spur-of-the-moment ones, which you just jumped in on, really, didn't you? Because yeah. you're better at that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know about Fuck that. Off. <laughs> but yeah, that kind of wrapped up the interviews for the weekend. It did, yeah. It, it was... It was kind of sad that that was the last interview, but also kind of relieved that it's like right, okay, we can we can just watch bands now. We don't yeah. have to we don't have to focus on working anymore. No, because it does make your clock watch because you obviously would not want to be late. So you're always when you know interviews are coming up, you just yeah, keep one eye on the time just for to time, be sure. Yeah. But so then, Go Death were on the New Blood stage. They were, yeah. So yeah, they were awesome. We've been listening to them quite a bit anyway because they'd sent us a couple of singles to review over the last few months. So and quite everything, everything they've done, we've really liked. As yeah, well. 
And so it's great to actually see that live. They came across really well live, awesome performance. I know we keep saying it, but yeah, absolutely smashed the new blood stage. Very much deserved to be there. And yeah, I can see them going on to bigger things. Then on to who would, I think, my favourite band of the weekend, Ugly Kid Joe. I think they're one of my favourites, just in that <laughs> sentimental way that we saw a lot of bands that we'd never seen before, but there's just something about Ugly it remi- Kid Joe. It's it just... reminds me of being 15 again. I think that's mm. what it is. Yeah. It just reminds me of being 15 and listening to Ugly Kid Joe for the first time. And the, the vocals are still as sharp as they ever used to be. Yeah, I mean, we saw them last year, didn't we, at Rock City? We did. Last was it October, November time. With Massive, Massive Wagons, Wagons and yeah. Chris Catalyst. Yeah. Who was also in Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah, he was on guitar for them this time. He's he been was. doing the European been... dates with them. Was, it, was he doing bass before? He was on bass in October with them, yeah. standing in for someone else. The thing I loved about it as well, and I've seen a few people comment similar on it, it was almost like a palate cleanser for the afternoon and like a little pick-me-up and got everyone bouncing along and singed along. And you kind of know what you're going to get from them. It's just a fun, interactive party, party kind, kind party of. atmosphere, yeah. It was just perfectly placed on the on the set list, on the set list, you know what I mean, the schedule. Yeah. What I love about it as well is that because it is such a different contrast, mm. I remember looking at the schedule and thinking, how the fuck are ugly could Ugly Kid Joe are going to fit in here. Are they going to get out? They follow Decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What a contrast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, how the fuck is this going to work? And it was perfect. I yeah. think everybody appreciates it. It's kind of like, we need a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we need a minute. We need to get his energy back. And this is the band to do it. This yeah. is the one that's going to get you going again. And I think it was the mix of crowd who are obviously very familiar with them. Yeah. And people who hadn't seen them before and were just watching out of curiosity and it's probably not really their thing, but they really got engrossed in it. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I knew every single word to every single song. Yeah, and there's <laughs> a lot of people probably knew two of the most obvious ones. Oh, Cats in the Cradle and, and everything about yeah, you. Yeah, the definite biggest ones, aren't they? They had the biggest sing-alongs. My and... favourite was they played Busy Bee and I absolutely adore Busy Bee. And they played... Um... Oh, what do they play? Goddamn Devil. Yeah, Neighbourhood. Neighbourhood, yeah. Some of, Again, some of my favourites. I was actually disappointed when they started playing everything about you because I knew it was going to end. I could have watched I know. <laughs> That's always the worst bit is it's like, oh, no, you're playing this now. I mean, yeah. you're dumb. I think in my mind, I think they were, felt like they were going to have a longer set than what they did. But actually, at that time of day, it was obviously the normal set yeah. time for them. Oh, they also played Ace of Spades. Oh, they did, didn't they? And they got, I can't remember his name from Sepultura on the guitar for that one. Andreas? Am I making that up? I can't remember the name escapes me at the moment. Yeah, and then we had a bit of a break after that. Yeah, and then back out again to go and watch Embodiment. Yeah, who were awesome. They were. Very busy, busy stage. Yeah, it was really busy in there. Some epic vocals on that one. Yeah. That. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of big vocals going on. Yeah. Very, very good. And again, like everybody all weekend, didn't disappoint. And the, and the rise that they've had. Yeah, and then just working that, they've kind they've of worked done, their yeah, way they, they did New Blood, I think. And then they got like an epic slot, you know, to be on that late on the Sunday. Mm. It's, it's, you know, it shows you that I think if bands put the effort in, put the hard work in, yeah, keep plugging away. There are places like, yeah, there are places like Bloodstock that will give you that opportunity to Mm. do it. Yeah. And yeah, they've took full advantage and they've deservedly climbing through the ranks. Yeah. And I think I loved that when we spoke to them, they were saying they didn't realize how big the capacity of the Sophie tent was. 
Yeah, they, yeah, they checked the capacity. Yeah. Like, Holy shit, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, and there was a lot of people in there towards that capacity, wasn't there? There was, and they were there to see embodiment. It's not like they were hanging around mm. for somebody after. They were all there to see embodiment. So very well done. Yeah. And then it was feeding time. And it was a bit of a weird one because I really didn't know what I wanted. I was getting hungry and all I knew was that I didn't want any more chips. I felt a bit chipped out. <laughs> mm, I didn't. I felt like I wanted everything and I ordered way too much food. That was accidental though. It was, yeah. It, it, I didn't realise how big the portions were. And it was a really reasonable price as well. Yeah, you went to Scandinavia in Serpent's Lair where I'd had my cheesy chips from on Friday night. Was yeah. It Friday night. Yeah, and I had the, what was it, the pork sword, which was the hot dog. Yes. The only, the only thing about that is that it was really caked in tomato and mustard. It's kind of like I'd have been better putting it on myself because I don't yeah. eat it a lot. No, I think they were quite accommod- accommodating with like adapting food for you so but obviously you didn't realize it would come with the mustard I'd, on otherwise yeah. they'd have done it without for you yeah i would probably put like mm. half of each on at the most yeah and then the chips were just i've never seen such a tray of chips like that in my life they were ridiculous i feel like cause it, it looked smaller than my portion although mine didn't have meat on it but i wonder if it's kind of towards the end of sunday night and they were just using up stock very like, possibly. possibly i mean I'm, there must have been a full pack of bacon on there yeah it was fucking huge. There was bacon on there. There was, was it crispy onion? I think you had the same as what I had on Friday, but with the meat on it. Yeah, and it had hot dog sausage on there. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it was mind-blowing, mind-blowingly big. But what we'll do is hopefully we go back next year. I'm having the same again, but just the chips. Yeah, if they're in <laughs> there again. If they're in there again, and that'll do yeah. me fine, yeah. Well, I had my first ever bunny chow. You did. And I believe you enjoyed it. I think, I didn't they message did. us? I tagged them on Instagram yes. and they did, yeah. <laughs> sent a message asking how it was. It was it was exactly what I wanted at that time of day. Yeah. What I didn't realise before with bunny chow, I was worried how hot it was, but it does come in different levels of heat. So I went for the vegan chilli or the vegetarian, was it veggie or vegan? I can't remember. The meatless chilli anyway. So, And it was in the bread because you can have nachos as well. Mm. But you either get mild, hotter than hell, or you can have a mixture of the two. So okay. it's kind of potluck, I guess, what you get in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like salt and sweet popcorn, I suppose. I just went for the mild. And was it hot enough? Was it too it hot? Wasn't really, no, it was It was just mild. It was full of flavour, not hot at all. So I might maybe, depending on the weather, if I have it again, well, I will have it again, mix it up. Hmm. But I didn't want anything... I don't like it when some when food is really hot and it burns your mouth and it hurts to eat because it's not fun. <laughs> no, that's not fun. Food shouldn't be painful. So, yeah, I just went for the mild and it was, yeah. I did the job. Got the art of eating it, scooped all the chilli out first and then ate the bread and it was, yeah, very nice. Excellent. And a bargain at £11. Oh, it looked a good size. Mm. Yeah, really just good. right, I would say, for that time yeah. of day. Perfectly fill in and we'll absolutely be visiting next time I see them at a festival. Depending on the weather, like I said, if it's really yeah. hot, you just... I don't know, might be all right, the mild one there in hot weather, maybe. Maybe. Mm. Then it was, I think by the time we'd finished eating and cleaned up a little bit, because mine was very messy, it was off to see Zealanodor. To attempt to see... Well, to know, attempt well, to see Zealanodor. Attempt, yeah, which I expected it to be a bit busy, but not that busy. We couldn't get in the tent, could we? We were... No, nowhere near it. We were stood kind of near the, near the bottom of the accessibility ramp. Although we could kind of see and hear everything... It wasn't the best of views. It wasn't. We we stayed for a few songs, didn't we? Yeah, 
but, but it, it was just it was a bit pointless because yeah and all i'm going to say is i'm so glad i was watching an attempt a download well, about was it five years ago once again i regret watching I'll live on <laughs> instead. i will see them again i'm sure they'll talk because they did a few dates earlier this year didn't they so hopefully they'll be back over and can see them at a proper show anyway i mean it's great to see that they've got such a huge crowd I, they wouldn't have looked out of place on the main stage. I do wonder if part of the size of the crowd was due to the fact that Halloween had pulled out and KK's Priest were on instead. And if Halloween had been on their original slot, would, it wouldn't have been as busy, been at as least busy, at the start, yeah. because there was an overlap with the start of theirs and the end of the main stage slot. So I do wonder if that played a part in it. May have done. Because a lot of people were up for Halloween. There were a lot of pumpkin outfits going on. There were. But there was, again, there was a lot of people who were there just to see Zill and Arnold. Yeah, it's just an observation. Yeah, you're you're probably right. There there may be an element of that, that a lot of people were there because they didn't want to see KK's Mm. Priest. So it might have thinned out maybe later on, I don't know. But yeah, it's good to see a bit of them. They sounded awesome. Just a shame we couldn't see very well. Yeah, it it was just a... A poor view, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're partly to blame for not getting there earlier. but That is true, yeah. We did get there later than we planned. And finally, the headline act, Megadeth. Megadave. Megadave, as you like to say. Sounded as good as ever. I, I don't think he, he ever sounds bad, I'll be honest. I've, ne- I've never seen... I know you don't like Megadeth, but... He just sounds like Dave to me. <laughs> he just He's just there, isn't he? I'm not saying he's got a bad voice. For his age, he sounds good, but I just don't enjoy the noise that he makes. <laughs> I still never understand, but... I know. He was... Yeah, I thought he was excellent. We didn't stay for all of the set because we were at... I mean, we did five interviews that day as well as watching loads of bands. And we were just absolutely drained from... All the stuff we'd done all weekend. Yeah, you always get tired at that point of the festival, yeah. don't you? I mean, we stayed for a good chunk of it. Yeah. And to me, he sounded as good as he's ever sounded. At no point was there any bits where I thought, oh, he's starting to lose it now. You know, he's, he's not a young man anymore, no, but he's I, still hitting everything. I will agree with that, yeah. Like I say, for his age. Yeah. Yeah, his vocals do seem to be there. As yeah, n- not an issue at all. Yeah, and the rest of the band all sounded great. Band sounded really good, as did Dave. Well, say Dave, like he's my mate. It's not like Dave. Yeah. Ah, Dave. Also, the blow-up unicorn apparently was really annoyed about that. So really? I can't remember where I read it. But yeah, he didn't seem very pleased. I just assumed it might have been their thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, no. It's... Yeah, the blow-up unicorn that was somewhere near the front. I really can't remember. It must have been somewhere on the Facebook group, I assume, or similar. But yeah, I think he was a bit annoyed about oh, it. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not one for letting his um, feelings get in the way of common sense at times, is no. he? No, and I've not heard the greatest of reviews about the whole acoustic set that they did Saturday night. Yeah, wait, they did, did they do that in the gallery? They did it in the gallery. The, apparently there were no phones allowed or any pictures. That, I don't know if people had to actually sign a non-disclosure agreement or something. Yeah, and they were in the signing tent and they wouldn't sign anything apart from what was... What they'd got, I think, which I don't know if that's standard, but apparently it wasn't the greatest of experiences. I'm glad I didn't pay 140 quid for that, then. Well, I wouldn't have anyway. Well, I know you wouldn't, but But, yeah, the whole thing seemed a bit of a shit show, to be honest, I was all set up, but we'll gloss over that. Yeah, Um, and yeah, what we did see, they were good, and what we heard when we were back at the tent. Yeah, because you could hear it quite clearly, couldn't you? And they they were great. Yeah, we didn't. We definitely didn't stay up to see Biohazard. I did hear that the tent was still rammed for them as well. So I'm kind of glad we didn't hang around to try and see them if that was the case, because if we yeah. had the same view as Zeal and Ardor, it would have been a bit pointless. Oh, we did drink... Well, I drank a hell of a lot of coffee. 
Oh, yeah, we Sunday did. Night. There was a really nice coffee place in Serpent's Lair. Yeah, I forgot about that. We did treat ourselves to a Sunday night coffee. You had a couple, didn't you? <laughs> about four, I was a yeah. rebel having a coffee at half seven at night. Gosh. Yeah. yeah I, the first time I had some really good coffee in a while. I have to say it was quite pricey coffee, though. £4.50. Nearly For the size of it, yeah. Nearly as much as a pint. Yeah, I could I could have drank that stuff all day, though. What annoys me is when you pay quite a lot for a small amount of coffee, but it is really good coffee. Mm. I don't know if it's because we just had shit coffee all weekend. But... Yeah, although our little breakfast van in the campsite was great and you got a coffee for £2 when the card machine was working. It was just instant coffee. Served a purpose, but we are a bit... I'm a, co- I'm a coffee, coffee snob. We're both coffee snobs. I'm fully surprised that we haven't started taking some kind of camping cafetiere or something with it. I've considered it. It's we just have too looked delicate. Actually, yeah. yeah. But that was Sunday. That was the weekend. That was the weekend. It was goose o'clock. And that is some fucking geese in the background. Which is quite ironic because we had goose travelling over us in each direction every day at Bloodstock, didn't we? Remember the geese? No. You don't remember the geese? No. Every day, every morning and night. I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the geese. Making an impromptu appearance. Yeah, rather fitting. So yeah, on the whole, an awesome weekend all round. I definitely preferred my Bloodstock experience this year to last year. I don't know if that's just because it was the heat or what, but... I think it was a combination of things. Mm. I think the heat was definitely a major factor this year in that it wasn't as extreme as last year. Mm. I think that the campsite we were on this year, the people in it, were a lot better. Yeah, I mean, your tent neighbours are always going to have a bit of an impact on your experience, I guess. I did enjoy it more this year. You know, I know it was slightly different that we, you know, it was great that we got to got media uh, wristbands and we got to talk to bands, but I don't think that was the thing that did it for me as a weekend, if you know what I mean. I, no. I just in, I enjoyed everything about it. I did. The whole atmosphere just felt better this year. And again, did, I don't know yeah. if the heat had impacted it last year, but it just felt more of a festival, a festival this, this year. year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whereas I think the year before it was too, it was that hot. People were just, yeah. it just didn't feel like a festival last year. No, I've, it was almost like everyone was running around like zombies from the heat last year. And the first thing I noticed this year was so many people just walking around, having fun, just seemed more alive yeah. in themselves. Seemed more relaxed. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think I did prefer it this year a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hopefully we'll be back again next year because the lineup's looking awesome already, as we mentioned last episode. The 10 bands that they've already said are going to be there. There's lots to look forward to. Well, that wraps everything up for this episode. So hope you enjoyed listening to it. Don't forget, you can check out all of the interviews that we've spoken about of these last two episodes. So there's 10 episodes in total for you to listen to with some really cool bands. And you can find us on Instagram, threads and Twitter at Ready to Mosh Cast, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube at Ready to Mosh. There is also a vlog that is out now. It should be, hopefully. I'm so, saying this now to make sure it is out. <laughs> yeah, so go and give that a watch as well. And if you like what you've been listening to, give us five stars on whatever streaming platform you're using. Write a really nice review because it's ever so good for us. And we'll be back with another episode very soon. Make it stop, Moog.